Coming up on InfoSec Sync, all that glitters isn't gold. A luxury jeweler has become the latest ransomware victim. ABC 123, Microsoft still recommending we use better passwords. More on the latest attack targeting executives. Not so pretty in pink, this botnet is said to be the largest observed in the wild in more than five years. We've got those stories and more, so get ready to get in sync with InfoSec Sync. You're watching the InfoSec Sync Weekly News with Nick Thomas and news anchor Layla Gulen, sponsored by Axelio. Threat detection and response done right. Axelio. Welcome to the InfoSec Sync Weekly News for week ending November 5th, 2021. I'm Layla Gulen with your host, Nick Thomas. Nick, it's good to see you. Good to see you, Layla. How are you doing this week? Doing just fine. How was your week? Week was great. Uh, I'm psyched about one of the stories we have um, uh, about a uh, cybersecurity bill uh, passed by the House of Representatives. Actually, two bills. One of them actually helps small businesses that don't have the infrastructure or the people to help with cyber threats. It sounds really interesting. And I know with a number of small businesses out there, they can use all the help they can get. Absolutely. Well, we're going to start off with this week's update with this story because diamonds are a girl's best friend, as you know, Nick. But uh, a luxury jewelry retailer has become the target of the Conti ransomware gang. Graph, which sells to some of the richest customers around, is being asked to pay a multi-million dollar ransom to avoid leaking details of world leaders, actors, and tycoons. The Russian hacking group is already published on its leak site files related to purchases made by David Beckham, Oprah, and Donald Trump. Some 69,000 confidential documents have been leaked, including customer lists, invoices, receipts, and credit notes. The Conti gang is one of the most active and aggressive ransomware gangs out there. Um, essentially, any high-end retailer, Nick, that keeps details about their exclusive clientele are a target. So what are the recommendations for them to better protect client information, you think? Well, one of the best recommendations I would recommend is encrypting data. Always encrypt your data and keep those backups you have that you should have away from everything else, even in a different part of your uh, building or perhaps off-site. So you always have that to go to and it's also encrypted. Okay, very good. Well, we've got more to come. Microsoft becoming the target of a hack technique called password spraying. We'll have details after the break. Are you concerned the next news headline on a security breach includes your company name? In a recent IBM Cyber Report, 51% of all interviewed organizations reported a significant business disruption during the past two years due to a cybersecurity incident. While organizations using 50-plus security tools rank themselves lower in their ability to detect and respond to an attack, with the average security operation team using 70 tools. If more tools and data are not the answer, what can you do? Excelio works with you to optimize a threat detection and response solution to fit your environment to prevent tool and data overload. We leverage and optimize your existing infrastructure enhanced with the Excelio platform as necessary, utilizing open source solutions where applicable. And we work closely with you to deploy, configure, document, and educate your team. Excelio, let's create the right security solution for your environment. Microsoft has detected an increase in password spray attacks. These attacks have been targeting privileged cloud and high-profile accounts. 
Password spraying is a type of brute force attack where the attackers attempt to gain access to large lists of accounts using a small number of commonly used passwords. These attacks often use the same password while switching from one account to another to find easy to breach accounts and avoid triggering defenses. Both Iranian and Russian groups have been using password sprays. The tech giant's detection and response team says users should enable and enforce multi-factor authentication across all accounts whenever possible, Layla. Since we need a password for everything these days, how do you create a hard-to-crack password and remember all of them? You know, that's very difficult in uh, the, this new age we are, right? So there's a lot of things on online or that you could purchase. Uh, a lot of companies like LastPass will actually um, give you uh, whatever number of characters you want, munch it up for you, and give that to you and, and, and uh, remember that that was your password if you uh, subscribe to their system, or you could simply try to remember it yourself. But there's, uh, I think that's one of the best ways to do it. Okay. Well, a newly detected malware known as Snake is being used by threat actors to steal sensitive data from Android devices. The malware has been found in more than 50 well-known apps, including Outlook, 360 Chrome, and Firefox. While the malware doesn't have any major effects on a device, it can be used for phishing or to gain access to a user's banking information. Cybercriminals have been selling the malware for just $25, making it very popular. Mitigations include installing a robust AV solution and enable the anti-malware feature use a secure password and to be extra cautious before opening any suspicious-looking email. Nick. A British national is facing charges for his role in a scheme that involved the use of SIM swapping to steal roughly more than $784,000 worth of cryptocurrency. The 22-year-old was previously charged for using SIM swapping to hack more than 100 high-profile Twitter accounts in July 2020 to promote a cryptocurrency fraud scheme. SIM swapping involves cyber criminals posing as their intended victims in conversations with mobile networks their uh, mobile network provider, support staff, in an attempt to have a victim's phone number transferred to a SIM card in the attacker's possession. Once the process has been completed, the victim's messages and calls are directed to the attacker, who then attempts to change login information for the victim's online accounts to take control of them. The man faces years in prison. Layla? At least 12 people accused of ransomware attacks have been detained as part of an international law enforcement operation. The suspects are linked to Locker Goga, Mega Cortex, and Dharma ransomware. The attacks have targeted critical infrastructure and large organizations. More than 1,800 victims across 71 countries have been affected since 2019. The gangs are also suspected of laundering ransom payments by funneling the ill-gotten Bitcoin proceeds through mixed services and cashing them out. Well, at least $52,000, five luxury vehicles, and a number of electronic devices were seized and are being examined to uncover new forensic evidence of their malicious activities and pursue new investigative leads. This comes as the U.S., EU, and 30 other countries pledge to mitigate the risk of ransomware and disrupt that ecosystem. Nick. A 38-year-old Russian national has appeared in a U.S. federal court facing charges of his alleged involvement in the notorious trick-bot trick malware gang. Vladimir Dunev, also known as FFX, 
was a malware developer for the TrickBot group, which became infamous for its data-stealing Trojan horse that helped cybercriminals defraud innocent internet users since 2015. In more recent years, TrickBot has also been used to infect victims' PCs with ransomware. Millions of computers worldwide are thought to have been infected by TrickBot, affecting individuals, banking organizations, school districts, utility firms, private businesses, and government departments. Dunev faces up to 60 years in prison, Layla. Oh, wow. Well, it's time for a break. When we return, it's our way or the highway. A new Chinese law with serious ramifications. Don't go anywhere. Many organizations are protecting their environment through perimeter defense using a combination of firewalls, IDSs, IPSs, and endpoint protection. Even though cost-effective, recent events have shown that perimeter defense, even though necessary, is not sufficient when it comes to threat detection and response. And once a threat actor penetrates these defenses, what tools do you have to detect their every move or to stop their preparations for ransomware attacks or data exfiltration? At Excelio, we believe that comprehensive network visibility across your network, inside and out, is essential to identify and respond to today's threat actors. Packet Express provides the network visibility and contextual data to detect, prioritize, and mitigate threats, no matter where they hide, no matter where they hide. Axelio, threat detection and response solutions with Packet Express, the network visibility hub. The House of Representatives have passed two bills in an effort to boost this country's small business cybersecurity. Called the Small Business Administration Cyber Awareness Act, aims to strengthen the capabilities of the Small Business Association when it comes to handling and reporting cyber threats that affect small businesses. The second bill is called the Small Business Development Center Cyber Training Act. This gives small businesses the resources needed to fight cyber threats on their own. The bill would authorize the SBA to reimburse businesses for employee certification costs up to $350,000 per year. That's some great news, Layla. It really is. I'm curious though, Nick, so let's just say I am a proprietor of a single boutique. Is this something, is cybersecurity something that I need to be concerned about? And what are the steps that I should seriously consider taking to better protect myself and my customers? Absolutely, Layla. In this day and age, everything is online. Everything is mobile. No one likes to uh, use cash anymore. So uh, your data is going to need to be PCI compliant when you're paying. They're going to need to be able to use mobile apps. And if you can't afford the staff uh, to help you with the cybersecurity, this is really great because you actually have a resource to go to to ask questions, to get network with other people who might be able to actually either come in and... Um, you know, you ask them questions, they help you out on site, or simply have them on uh, standby. Hmm. It is a really good idea. We need it now more than ever. Absolutely, yeah. Yeah, well, key federal agencies have released the first in a series of reports detailing their expectations for providers of fifth-generation networking equipment. CISA is specifically addressing cloud providers and mobile operators to assign unique identities to all element interfaces that will communicate to other elements in the 5G network. 
The report focuses on preventing and detecting lateral movement so that if one cloud resource is affected, the entire network doesn't become compromised. Lateral movement has been a major concern amid recent attacks, including those by the hackers believed to be behind solar winds. The next report will focus on securely isolating network resources, and the third and fourth will address data protection and infrastructure integrity. Nick. Some of the world's most well-known cyber products have made a list addressing potentially dangerous vulnerabilities. CISA compiled a list of about 300 vulnerabilities and has issued a binding operational directive instructing government organizations to patch these security flaws. The catalog currently includes vulnerabilities found in products from Adobe, Apple, Android, Cisco, and Oracle, among others. CISA has instructed federal civilian agencies to review and update their internal vulnerability management procedures in accordance with the directive within 60 days, Layla. Yeah, it's a short period of time. But now that these companies have been placed on this list, until those vulnerabilities get patched, aren't they now a bigger target? Uh, I wouldn't say they're a bigger target. They've always been a target. Those are some big companies, so... I don't think anything has changed. It's just telling them, hey, get up to speed before uh, you're hacked. Mm, Okay. Well, the Senate has unanimously passed the Secure Equipment Act of 2021. The act prohibits the Federal Communications Commission, or FCC, from reviewing or issuing equipment licenses to companies on the agency's covered equipment or services list. So far, there are five firms currently listed. All are Chinese. Lawmakers say this legislation adds an extra layer of security that slams the door on entities that pose a national security risk from having a presence in the U.S. telecommunications network. The legislation now awaits the president's signature. So now that telecommunications has become more and more high-technic and needs the latest equipment technology, should this country be more about manufacturing You know, I'm all for that, you know, making sure you have a a secure supply chain. And this is a great bill that's passed that's doing that. It's saying, hey, these companies are known to do bad things to us. Do not buy from any of these companies and start producing more in the U.S. That's exactly what we need. So excited about that. Also, let's see, coming up, ICST. Recent findings show the FDIC beef up its systems of information technology and security systems. Some of the critical data stored on FDIC networks include social security and bank account numbers, bank information, and credit card numbers. Without proper cybersecurity infrastructure, this kind of data could be vulnerable to hacks or ransomware attacks. Though the banking insurer's audit had a high score, it's recommended the organization implements privacy controls and processes for all systems in accordance with government guidelines, Leila. Soon, the Defense Information Systems Agency plans to employ artificial intelligence capabilities for defensive cyber operations. The agency released its strategic plan for 2022 through 24, with broad aims to accelerate efforts to connect and protect cyberspace. The vision includes promoting activities to ultimately implement and refine a global network infrastructure and unified capabilities. The CIO admits that tools and networks are having to be re-architected to match new demands accelerated by the COVID-19 pandemic, while cybercrime is increasing and becoming more organized. Nick? 
Massachusetts-based UMass Memorial Healthcare has become the latest large healthcare network to be hit by an email phishing scam. The scam targeted employee email accounts and lasted about seven months starting in June 2020 through January before it was detected. The incident has potentially compromised hundreds of thousands of individuals' protected health information, including names, dates of birth, clinical or treatment information, among other data. Organizations are urged to secure the email, limit retention where possible, and apply multi-factor authentication so that simple compromise of a user's account credentials is not the first step to a bigger issue. Layla? Companies operating in China are now required to follow the country's new personal information protection law. The law mandates companies to process and store data related to Chinese consumers on the same soil. Well, if data should cross borders, the company handling it will face prosecution, penalized or permanently banned from conducting any business in the country. Chinese state authorities can now assess the process of how professional institutions are handling and processing data to get PIPL certification. The law went into effect November 1st. What are your thoughts on this law? And it, it almost seems to Nick that uh, China can find an issue with anybody. So. Oh, absolutely. I think this is meant to keep their people down. You know, at first I wanted to chuckle because uh, all, all the uh, the bigger nations in, uh, close to China have come up with the same kind of thing to protect data. And here they come up protecting data when they're actually stealing data from people and, and stealing intellectual property. Um, yeah, I think this is just another way to uh, keep their people down and to keep businesses uh, in China in China. Mm, interesting. When we come back, a popular Japanese cartoon character on the FBI's watch list. We'll explain after the break. Are you concerned the next news headline on a security breach includes your company name? In a recent IBM cyber report, 51% of all interviewed organizations reported a significant business disruption during the past two years due to a cybersecurity incident. While organizations using 50-plus security tools rank themselves lower in their ability to detect and respond to an attack, with the average security operation team using 70 tools. If more tools and data are not the answer, what can you do? Excelio works with you to optimize a threat detection and response solution to fit your environment to prevent tool and data overload. We leverage and optimize your existing infrastructure enhanced with the Excelio platform as necessary, utilizing open source solutions where applicable. And we work closely with you to deploy, configure, document, and educate your team. Excelio, let's create the right security solution for your environment. Cybersecurity researchers say that they've discovered the largest botnet observed in the wild in the last six years. Pink botnet has infected more than a million and a half devices. The devices are primarily located in China with the goal of launching distributed denial of service attacks and inserting advertisements into HTTP websites visited by unsuspecting users. The botnet gets its name due to a large number of function names starting with pink. The botnet mainly targets MIPS-based fiber routers and leverages a combination of third-party services such as GitHub, peer-to-peer networks, and central command and control servers, of course for its bots, to controller communications. It then encrypts the transmission channels to prevent the victimized devices from being taken over. 
Layla? Well, cybersecurity experts have discovered a new Android rooting malware that managed to score tens of thousands of downloads through Google Play and third-party application stores. It's called Abstract Emu and attempts to gain root access by exploiting several vulnerabilities identified in 2019 and 2020, as well as two from 2015. The security researchers have identified 19 applications related to the distribution of Abstract Emu, including utility apps and system tools, such as password managers, app launchers, and data-saving software. The applications were being distributed through Amazon App Store and Samsung Galaxy Store, as well as other app marketplaces. Nick. An Israeli hosting provider has been hacked by an Iranian state-sponsored group. CyberServe is, is an Israeli web development firm and hosting company used by various organizations, including local radio stations, museums, educational institutions, and the LGBT community. The hacking group known as Black Shadow has been linked to the pay-to-key ransomware strain that has been repeatedly deployed against Israeli targets. The goal of the latest attack is to steal client databases and disrupt the company's services. Black Shadow is demanding a million dollars in cryptocurrency, not to leak stolen data, however is believed to be more politically than financially motivated. The attackers have already leaked a sample of a thousand records, Layla. Well, finally, here's a story that kind of takes me back to my childhood. Sounds cute, but it's anything but. The FBI has sent out a flash alert warning private industry partners that the Hello Kitty ransomware gang has added distributed denial-of-service attacks to their arsenal of extortion tactics. The agency says the ransomware group take down their victims' websites if they don't pay their ransom demands. Hello Kitty is known for stealing sensitive documents from victims' compromised servers before encrypting them. The exfiltrated files are later used as leverage to pressure the victims into paying the ransom. Hello Kitty has been around since November 2020 and mainly known for breaching and encrypting the systems of CD Project, Project Red and was observed using a Linux variant. Lots of interesting stories this week, Nick. You know, I'm kind of upset. The Hello Kitty used to be so cute. Now, now it's a gang. Now it's a gang. How dare they? <laughs> well, oh my goodness. that's going to do it for us. We're going to be off next week for Veterans Day. And we'd like to take a moment to thank all of the men and women in the armed forces for their service. And on behalf of Nick and myself, we want to thank you for watching. You are now in sync with InfoSec Sync. We'll see you next time. Many organizations are protecting their environment through perimeter defense using a combination of firewalls, IDSs, IPSs, and endpoint protection. Even though cost-effective, recent events have shown that perimeter defense, even though necessary, is not sufficient when it comes to threat detection and response. And once a threat actor penetrates these defenses, what tools do you have to detect their every move or to stop their preparations for ransomware attacks or data exfiltration? At Excelio, we believe that comprehensive network visibility across your network, inside and out, is essential to identify and respond to today's threat actors. Packet Express provides the network visibility and contextual data to detect, prioritize, and mitigate threats, no matter where they hide. No matter where they hide. Excelio, threat detection and response solutions with Packet Express, the network visibility hub.